My name is Josiah Wright Moore. I'm from New England. I was born on August 10, 1851 on a farm in Bennington, Vermont. I grew up reading stories about the early Western explorers and at the age of 19 decided to move out west. I arrived at Fort Hayes, Kansas in 1870. I came west with a vision to make my fortune on the new frontier. It did not take long for the realities of hard time to soon catch up with me. I supported my living by hauling wood for the army post. Here I chopped trees in a stand of trees along Walnut Creek, 30 miles to the south of Fort Hayes. They paid me $2 a cord. This country was wild. The Indians had become unpredictable, and this caused me to keep my rifle close at hand. Each day out of my travels to Walnut Creek, I could see large herds of buffalo migrating across the plains. Although these times had been tough, I had the good fortune of meeting a man by the name of James White. He was a buffalo hunter. I had so much respect for James White, his greater age and experience. He was 20 years older than me. I remember the day I met him. I was going about from one stable to another, hoping to find a ready-made camp outfit, team, and wagon offered for sale, cheap. I was growing tired of cutting wood and knew I needed another way to make my fortune. I heard buffalo hunting pay was good pay, and the army needed food suppliers. I entered one of the local stables, and within an instant I heard a voice coming from a dark corner. Can I help you? I squinted my eyes and looked to find the individual behind the voice. The obscureness of the stable failed my sight until a beam of light peeked through the cracks of the wood-boarded roof. This one glimmer of light found the image of a man pulling up his pants. Through the mid-morning light of the open doorway, his image walked toward me. He brushed the hay out of his hair and stepped out in front of the open entrance. Yes, sir, I said. I'm sorry if I disturbed you. I was startled by the tall man's image. He looked like a mountain man. His long hair, thick black beard, and hawk-like visage made me think he had spent most of his time in the wilderness. I'm, I'm here to find a, a wagon, I said with some hesitation. Well, you won't find one in this place, boomed his voice with harshness. Now remove yourself from my place before I throw you out. I'm the owner of this stable and all the contents within. So you best get out of here while you're able. His loud and direct voice caused me to back up and stumble over the rail of a hitching post. I fell backwards onto the ground. My back shoulders landed first. The blow pushed the air from my lungs as I felt my head hit the wood railing of a cattle pen. My head was spinning and the echoes of laughter over me. Who are you, kid? Chuckled the man as he reached out his hand. I reached up and grabbed the man's hand, and with the strength of one pull, I was back to my feet, again rubbing my head with inordinate embarrassment. I'm Josiah Wright Moore, I replied in dismay. I want to purchase a rig. Now why do you want to purchase a rig? The man firmly replied. I want to hunt buffalo and make some real money. My last statement to him must have been persuasive, for he introduced himself to me. He said his name was Jim White and he was born in 1828 as Jim Wilson out of Illinois. He told me he found his way into the Southwest as a young man, where he was a freighter with ox-drawn wagons. When the Civil War broke out in 1861, 
He said he served in the Confederate Army. He told me the Civil War had an acute impact on him, and at the end of the war, he married and returned to the Southwest. From this point on, Jim and I became good friends. I'm not sure why, but he took me under his wings. He said he'd teach me how to become a buffalo hunter. For two days, Jim and I went about from one stable to another, hoping to find a few good mules to haul my wagon and camp outfit for me. To buy a mule team, wagon, and camping supplies at the asking prices would take all the money I had. Then on the second day, by luck, a man driving a freighter wagon pulled in along Chestnut Street. The man holding the reins looked promptly at us, handed over the reins to the man sitting next to him and jumped off the wagon with one leap. He crossed over the busy street where Jim and I stood. Hey, he said, my name is Thomas Nixon. They call me Tom. I hear you gentlemen may be looking for a hunting outfit. I may have a rig for you if you're interested. Tom grinned and extended his hand. What's your names, he asked. I shook Tom's hand and introduced him to Jim White. I heard of Jim White, he said. You're well known in these parts. I could tell Tom's comments about Jim made him interested in what he had to offer. What kind of hunting outfit do you have? Tom asked, staring directly into Nixon's eyes. It was as if Jim was looking for the man's character. He told us he had just returned from a buffalo hunt and he'd been hired by a group of sporting men from back east. They have a splendid team of mules and camping supplies they wanted to sell, said Tom. They'll take anything they can fetch for them. Why do you suppose these men want to sell at any given price, I asked. Well, Tom took a deep breath and said, I'd come to Fort Hayes about a month ago to hunt buffalo meat for the Army. They told me they had already contracted out these jobs and did not need any additional help. Feeling somewhat dejected, we decided to go to the saloon to get over our disappointment when I ran into these Easterners. Well, luck had it these men had been looking for a guide. I persuaded them, me, Tom Nixon, and my partner, A.C. Myers, were just who they had been looking for. Tom paused for a minute, looked down, and kicked the dirt a few times. Well, hell, I could not pass up a deal like this, Tom said. These men had plenty of money, so these fellows from back east hired me to buy a team. I rigged up the whole hunting outfit for them and agreed to be their guide. Tom looked over across the street, pointing in the direction of his wagon. In the large freighter wagon sat a man holding the reins back on twelve mules. They hired the two of us, clarified Tom. Why don't you come over to my wagon and meet my partner? Tom introduced us to his partner, A.C. Myers. Nixon told us they'd be interested in forming a four-man team and continue the hunt with Jim and I. He jumped onto the wagon, reached underneath the wooden planks of the seat, pulled out a circular, and handed it down to me. I got this circular from these Easterners, Nixon said. They handed them out to all the hunters. The circular offered to sell poison for killing vermin, which might damage the hides. But what was written at the bottom of the circular gave promise to a new enterprise. The buffalo hides could be sold to a dealer for $2.25 a hide if the directions on the circular were followed. The flyer listed several dealers who would buy the hides. The closest hide dealer registered was Charlie Rath, 
and he was setting up business in Osage City. Tom looked down from the wagon, reached over, and pulled the circular away from me. Well, boys, are you interested in teaming up with Myers and me on this new enterprise? Tom probed while stuffing the circular into his vest pocket. If you jump in, I'll take you over to the stable so you can look at your new rig. 